Hayfield Hang 10. Watch out for a new wave of episodes for Forgotten Cinema Season 9, Forgotten Summer. Ugh, really, Butler, a theme season? Let me guess, we're going to talk about films that were released in the coveted summer months that for some reason seem to be forgotten by audiences. You know it, bro. What we liked about them or maybe didn't, but we'll always recommend people check them out. Maybe they'll find their own Forgotten Summer gem. So check out Forgotten Summer wherever you get your podcast, part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Hold on, gotta catch this wave. We're sitting at desk in a recording booth. Do you like beer? Do you like podcasts? Do you like beer podcasts? Then check out Cracking One Open, a podcast about brews, news, and pop culture reviews. Every week we crack open a new craft beer from breweries around the country. And sometimes the world. We'll talk about how it was made, what's in it, the history of the brew, and the brewery. Then we'll give our tasting notes, and while we're finishing up, we'll talk about some of the latest goings-on in the world of pop culture. So check out Crackin' When Open with Mike and Elise, part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Hello there, and welcome Nerdy Nights at the Well-Rounded Table to Bohemian Geek Studies, where we take extremely dorky dives into our favorite fandoms. I'm Colleen McMillan, Jedi Master and Rebel Scum Collaborator. And I am Pirate Jedi, Anders Drew. And I am Captain Daniel O'Brien of the Republic Navy. But no matter what rank you carry, one thing remains constant. Much to learn we still have. Indeed. Today we're very excited to give our initial reactions and theories for the newest episodes of The Bad Batch. This is a double feature episode due to the Memorial Day holiday weekend where I was in California and was not able to do anything. There I was eating spoilers. lobster. Yeah. We were all we were all doing a lot of things <laughs> for Memorial Day. <laughs> we were busy, but now we're back with more Star Wars coverage than ever. So we are going to do spoilers for the episodes, for the two episodes that we're doing. And we're going to do doing some rampant theorizing, of course. So if you'd like to avoid that, please check out our Rebels coverage and see what the Ghost Crew is up to instead. But if you have seen this episode, grab your drink from the mess and come with us to Pantera as we discuss the Bad Batch episode five, Rampage, weird title for that, but that's fine, and episode six, Decommissioned. Also a bit of an odd title for that, but we'll get into all that in a minute. Uh, before we get into it, we do want to take a moment to tell you about this week's sponsor, Baxter Blue. Do you experience digital eye strain from staring at screens all the time and exposing yourself to way too much blue light? Baxter Blue glasses are not your average frames. These blue light lenses filter out 80% of the highest energy blue light, eliminating 99% of glare. This past year, we all know it. We've been glued to our screens more than ever. Pretty soon after the pandemic started, I had to get myself a pair of blue light lenses from just staring at my laptop all day and then getting into watching TV or watching something else at night. Um, and they absolutely made me start to feel better after just a couple days. I will not log into work without them at this point. So everybody, our exposure to digital light has soared and our eyes and our sleep are suffering as a result. Baxter Blue is also determined to be a force for good and provides a free pair of reading glasses to someone in need for every pair sold. This is eyewear built for a digital age and Baxter Blue is giving our listeners 10% off your next purchase of blue light, sleep, or kids' glasses. Click the link in our show notes for your exclusive discount. This is the sign you've been waiting for to invest in blue light glasses. We know you will love your Baxters and we know you will feel the difference. Heck yes. We'd also like to tell you about our new partnership with Fiverr. Do you need a freelancer to help with your website, either a designer or maybe you need someone to help write expert articles and blogs? 
or an expert presentation designer to help you with that big project, look no further than the number one freelance marketplace, Fiverr. You can find designers, program, programmers, and more within seconds, some for as low as $5 per gig. Fiverr is the ideal tool to help you with pressing projects. Just post your gig or search for freelancers and you're off. Don't deal with the hassle of finding freelancers by yourself. Let Fiverr help you. See the link in the show notes to get started. Please note Bohemian Geek Studies is an affiliate partner of Fiverr. We may receive commissions on purchases and services you buy after you click the link. These commissions help support the growth of Bohemian Geek Studies and we appreciate your continued support. So are we ready, you guys? Should we punch it? I think it? we're ready. All let's right, let's head to that. <laughs> yeah, all right. So for the episode recap for Rampage, the episode starts off with Omega getting her own palm link, finally. Seriously. The crew, like, come on, we needed this. So the crew had to find Sid on Ord Mantel in the hopes that they'll be able to find out who is hunting them. So Omega is the only one to actually recognize Sid for who she is, and then discussions begin. Sid agrees to find out who Finnick Shand is if the Bad Batch do a job for her. Rescue a child named Moochie from the Zigerian slavers on the other side of the planet. So the Bad Batch sets out to rescue the child, but Hunter insists Omega go back to the ship and wait. A Brezak spoils that their never plans. never goes wrong. No, I mean, it's never going to go the way they think. So it spoils their plans. The whole crew gets captured and the ship is discovered. But luckily, Omega slips away. She does. That, she's got like some serious little covert skills. She's able to like slip mm-hmm. out the bottom. Mm-hmm. And before she herself is taken prisoner, Omega manages to release a young Rancor from its cage, providing <laughs> the rest of the team a distraction to escape their bonds. Not necessarily the one they were hoping for, the one they thought was going to happen, but you know what? It works. While everyone's breaking out, uh, they manage to free the other slaves and realize that Moochie is, in fact, the Rancor. Like, and no, now it's the... not us. It's that. <laughs> no, no, Moochie. 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 <laughs> so yeah. now they need to find a way to subdue Moochie and complete the mission. While Hunter and everybody else kind of fights off the Zigerian, Wrecker decides to alpha challenge Moochie and a... <laughs> somewhat hilariously long fight ensues they just neither one is backing down it's so good i love that part how long has this been going on longer than it should longer (laughs) than it should (laughs) all right so finally we have omega she's able to calm moochie down by showing some empathy good job girl major s revives a lot of s revives in there i was like The crew's able to return to SIDS where none other than Bib Fortuna and several Jabba the Hutt's henchmen are waiting. SID gives Hunter the team's cut and reveals who Fennec Shand is, but is unable to tell them who she's working for. SID informs Hunter that with someone like that on their tails, they must be pretty valuable, but not to worry, she can keep a secret. So we move over to Decommissioned, episode six. At SIDS, Omega is practicing her markmanship with the energy bow that she picked up, and it's not going so well, but she did hit the target a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sid comes out over and let's, tells let's the Let's be real bash. here. It was luck. luck. I mean, yeah, hey, she's working on it. You got to start somewhere. So Sid comes over, tells the Bad Batch she's got a new job for them, and Omega needs to strengthen her arm so she can hold the bow properly. And then I just want to say, just, hang on. I'm sorry, Daniel. Yeah. I got to say... Thank you, Sid, for just telling it the way it is. Like exactly for just being like, no, your arms are. Why is why are they letting Omega use this bow? 
Like, I mean, she's already shown she's already shown that she can use a blaster pretty well. Why are they letting her use this like gigantic energy belt that's bigger than she is? It's a space bowflex for her. She's got to bulk up. Yeah. So I mean, and then Sid shows her own skills on it, which amazing, Sid. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the bad math, the bad batch are tasked by Sid for obtaining a tactical droid from Corellia before it's destroyed. Since the clones are now in the service of the Empire, a tactical droid who spent all of the Clone Wars learning how to fight and defeat clones has seen its value skyrocket. So this thing's worth a lot of money. The crew infiltrates the decommissioning factory on Corellia, and they manage to stop the last tactical droid from being destroyed, but it's snatched up by another party. Yeah, it does get snatched up. And then, so the gang ends up in a major firefight with police droids who just, like, just keep coming, like, Every single second, it's like, there's more of them. Man, let's leave for a couple minutes. Come back. There's more of them. <laughs> and we realize that this new crew who's involved is the Martez sisters, Rafa and Trace. Shouts yeah. to Clone Wars Season 7. Uh, while the Bad Batch is fighting off the droids, Omega tries to seal the tactical droid head back, but she ends up getting caught in the conveyor belt, which this was one thing that I was like, as soon as I saw the factory we were in, I was like, Omega gonna get caught in the conveyor belt. Like this oh, is just sure. gonna happen. Yeah, at Toy Story three flashbacks, you guys. I, oh, yes, no. I almost did yep. too. Especially when she yep. actually <laughs> fell off and she was scrambling up. Absolutely. But before she actually gets melted down, Trace and Hunter manage to save her. During the fight, Wrecker gets another splitting headache, and he starts to seemingly hear in his head over and over again, "Good soldiers follow orders." Ah, that ship, guys. It's gonna come back at some point. Also, it just needs to freaking come back like we've teased it enough. Um, but Omega's cry for help over the comm sort of seems to manage to jolt him out of it. Uh, the crews ultimately decide to work together to escape using the tactical droid's head to activate all of the battle droids in the factory, some uh, B1s and some B2s, and they program them to attack the police droids. Yes, F the police droids, apparently. The tactical <laughs> droid head is destroyed, but Tech was able to copy all of its data. Good job, Tech. He's always good in the crunch. After always. telling the Bad Batch that their contact wants to use the data to fight against the Empire, Hunter decides to allow Trace and Rafa to take it with them. The Bad Batch return home empty-handed, but I'm sure Sid's find him another job. But I mean, Rafa couldn't they have just copied it again? Been like, yo, yes. I have it on a USB. Yeah. Let me just copy it one more time. I mean, I guess maybe they didn't have time or maybe they didn't have another data rod. I, I don't know. We'll just chalk it up to the police are coming. We need to go. Like, we need to get out of here now. I guess. Maybe. That That's the only thing I got for that because, yes, <laughs> they should have just made another copy. Rafa and Trace use their droid to get in touch with their mysterious contact and report on the mission, including where to find a certain band of rogue clones. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right, you guys, we are now going to move into our reactions and favorite moments and highlights from the episodes. For me, let's start with Rampage. Fuck the Zigerians. Fuck them. <laughs> Way Amen. hard. Seriously. I hate them. Hate them so much. Anyway, the episode had a ton of action. Loved it. I loved seeing slavers taken out with extreme prejudice every mm-hmm. time. It's always good. Moochie mm-hmm. was adorable. <laughs> but her. she is not Patissa, and I am going to die on this hill. <laughs> this is not Patissa, y'all. I said what I said. I love that Omega keeps improving with each episode. She's got really great intuition and great EQ, which the Bad Batch mm-hmm. seems to lack a lot. <laughs> like, Mostly, yeah, they've never had to use it. Ever. They're fighting clankers. 
exactly and they're used to just kind of like barreling through in their jobs and these ones they actually need some finesse or are needing to actually communicate with actual people and not just themselves or the rags as they <laughs> would call the other clones. okay and then for decommissioned as someone who also has weak noodle arms i feel omega here a lot <laughs> sid is so great such a fun new shady female character you love to see it I also love that Dave Filoni is probably sitting somewhere smirking about the Ahsoka walkabout haters. Like, <laughs> it's going to pay off, y'all. Just you watch. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> I loved seeing the Martez sisters again. I heard their voices and was like, ah, <laughs> this is so great. I went a little crazy. I really enjoyed their dynamic with the Bad Batch and with Omega in the episode. Trace continues to be such a gentle soul. Yeah. She's such a good person. And Rafa is still very Rafa. <laughs> just, she's changed a little bit. I did like her note that she said about, I've heard that before, like mm -hmm. different, which kind of shows that she still is a little shade toward Ahsoka, which I like to see. I was going to say, I was like, uh, yeah, you you have heard that before. And guess what? It turned out well for you in that instance, too. It did. It did. I love, though, that she's still salty about it. So good. And then <laughs> I heard R7 and I lost my damn mind. I was like, he's not dead. <laughs> We don't know that. We'll get to that in Easter eggs. Yeah, but we, we will get to that later, but I'm holding out hope that this is R7. We all know that this Loyalist Electroid's appearance means something big, if it is him, which I think it is him. How about you, Daniel? So I thought this was a fun little side quest uh, for Rampage. Like, that was, it was great. I got to see some monster action. Moochie is a wonderful little Rancor. Love her. Um, also, like you mentioned, seen Omega improve and and learn from her experiences makes me really happy like it's a good way to handle her character for decommission oh my gosh wrecker please please don't disappoint me yet like oh that was wild i love that part of the episode so once he hit his head my roommate and i immediately looked at each other like oh god his implant his implant we didn't think it was going to pay off this episode already so that was just absolutely wild I really liked seeing the Martez sisters here too. Like I thought they were really well used and seeing that they're mm -hmm. part of a little bit something more, I thought was a good way to bring their characters in and possibly see them in more episodes, fingers crossed. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was a fun romp of an episode that still was able to push forward the main plot just a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I'll agree with you on that. So Rampage, I feel like the jury's still out a little bit for me. Like I had fun watching it. And I liked it more the second time I saw it. But the first time, especially, I was kind of meh on it as a whole. And I like I like so many things going on in it. But I'm honestly not sure where I stand on Moochie as like being an adorable little Rancor. <laughs> like, can we just I know in canon Rancors are actually very docile by nature. They kind of actually remind me of the Hork Bajir in the Animal series. I'm so glad you made that reference. <laughs> but I don't know, like the idea that the Rancor from Return of the Jedi, even if it's not the same one, like the same species, were like just kind of riding her down the street. Like, I was like, I, the jury's out on whether or not my brain can fully process that and just like be good with it. Decommissioned, though, I liked a lot. I was so happy to see the Martez sisters again. It was like heist episode, tons of action. Um, and as soon as I saw that facility, like I said, I was like, oh, Omega's going down that conveyor belt. Like, yeah. this is going to happen. Yeah. 
a much um, better conveyor belt melting scene than Attack of the Clones. I'm sorry, Flo, mm -hmm. but oh, hundred percent. Oh my god. Oh god, I was thinking about that the other night because I was uh, rewatching the Forgotten Droid. Mm. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, you were rewatching Attack of the Clones again? Oh my god. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, okay. I'm gonna move on to our favorite moments now. The Bad Batch shouldn't be so fussy about working for underground, underworld people with how much destruction they've caused. They're not bony hunters yet, although they pretty much are. Like, that's basically what's happening. They're like, we've got morals and such. I'm like, well, they are at this point, they are mercenaries. And then they need yes. to tell, they need to teach Omega what that means because apparently she has no idea. No, no clue exactly what's going on. I love Sid telling Zach to shut up before he can steal her thunder. That was great. Yes. She's like, you yes. know, shush. This is my briefing. Yeah, exactly. So I am in charge here. And he was just like waiting. You could tell he was like, he paused for a bit. And then he was, when she didn't keep talking, he was like, ah. <laughs> loved it. Every part of that was amazing. Wrecker and Moochie getting exhausted from their fight. I love seeing that neither of them had unlimited strength, but that they also were not willing to back down. Oh, no, not at all. They're both small children, basically. I'm super concerned about Wrecker. My heart's going to break when he turns. Unless someone might be revealed next episode that could help them out with that. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Time for some reckless brain surgery, y'all. <laughs> it's not right. They have droids for this. It's not reckless. Yeah, those were not <laughs> medical droids that took Rex's ship out. I mean, they did their best. It's like they were in a medical bay, weren't they? I mean, they were, but he's like, R7, let's do this. And he was like, all right. Yeah, whatever. They I have, don't have my doctorate, but that's fine. Is there an echo in here? Yes, there <laughs> is. Perform brain surgery. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, how about yours? <laughs> oh, man. So some of my favorite moments of this has got to be Moochie fighting, uh, like, not only the Zigerians, but fighting the Brezak. Like, mm -hmm. I just, I'm a sucker for dragons and fantasy. So seeing a space dragon. Yes. Awesome. Um, and Zigerian's getting fucked up. Please. Always. Can't stand it. Mm -hmm. um, Omega practicing the bow. I really enjoyed seeing that. I like that they're showing she's putting effort into improving her skills. They're not yeah. just all of a sudden, oh, she can do all this crazy stuff. Yep. No, she's putting in effort. She's learning lessons from the things that she's doing. Really enjoyed that. Also, I think it was cool seeing Hunter possibly uh, dealing with the morals of the situation they were in when he says to, I believe, Rafa that they were just going to give it to Sid and they had no idea who was buying it. She said, you're going to give this information away to someone without yeah. knowing who it is? And then at the end, he gives it to her. It's nice seeing like, oh, they're starting to have a code. They're starting to like build something up there. So yeah. I want to see where that growth takes Hunter. Definitely. So my my number one favorite moment has to be opening of Rampage when they are giving Omega the calm because after my confusion a couple of weeks ago where I was just like, why the fuck have you not given this child her own calm? It was great to see that. And also like when they were like trying to teach her like, hey, this is how we use it. This is the emergencies. Yeah, this is everything. Right. This is not a toy. Um, and then throughout the episode, like I said, I'm a little bit out on Moochie. I'm not 100% sure if I'm if I'm down with it. I did chuckle to myself, though, every time Omega says Moochie, because it sounds like she's talking to a puppy, like, don't you worry, Moochie, we're going to save you. It's going to yes. be okay. Yeah, that's how I'd be talking to it, too. Exactly. Oh, poor Moochie. <laughs> um, 
next episode though as soon as i like heard about the tactical toward i just had rebels flashbacks and i was just like yes i can't spoil this now because flo might be listening but <laughs> i was like yo give me the tactical droid i love me some tactical droids so this was i mean one of the jokes that's been going on throughout the bad batch on like instagram and twitter is making memes how they're actually the dad batch and this was their first <laughs> real attempt at a dad joke and I, I definitely laughed. I laughed when it happened. When the is there an echo in here? And he pops up. I was like, "Yes, I'm Echo." I cackled <laughs> so hard. I cackled I at it. It, it was it was the setup that I was just like, "Oh God, really?" I was here for it because that was like I think it was it was Rafa just repeated the exact thing that Trace had said, and so Trace mm-hmm. is like, "Is there an echo in here?" Yes, yes, I'm here. <laughs> That was fun. But the setup, I was like, eh, that's one of the first times that one of these jokes has been like totally forced in this. That being said, I, I absolutely, I did, I did laugh. <laughs> don't get me wrong, I laughed. And then, oh God, the final battle with all the droids. I love me some B1 and B2 battle droids. Mm-hmm. I love hearing Roger's voice being like, oh. no, <laughs> orders are orders, all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that part too. Poor B1s, poor B2s. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. And now, friends, we're going to move into Easter eggs, connections, and callbacks for these episodes. Up first, we have those motherfuckers, these Zygerian slavers, these assholes. Fuck these guys. I I just cannot. I cannot. First appear in the Clone Wars episode, Kidnapped, where Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka must take them on to free the people of Kairos. When Rex skewers one of the Zygerian leaders, he says, I am no Jedi. Yes, King. <laughs> one of my favorite moments. <laughs> yes. And where are those Zygerians? They are on Ord Mantell. Uh, this is a planet that was colonized by Corellian settlers. It's appeared... At, up until this point, mostly in the comics, particularly the uh, Sons of Dathomir arc. Yeah, it did. Uh, although it does feature so- in several episodes of Forces of Destiny, the web series. Hmm. But uh, Daniel, what are those guys riding? <laughs> so they have the Brezak, first seen along with the Zygerians in the Clone Wars episode Kidnapped. Uh, these guys are also known as the Zygerian Gliding Lizards, which more or less says it all. I mean, that's what they are. They're really they cute. are used by the. They are kind of cute, aren't they? I want to know if they're uh, related to crate dragons. Oh, that would be a neat or little uh, the varactyls, connection. Maybe or the varactyls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I couldn't think Good of varactyls, so I said crate dragon. Not gonna lie here. So, yeah, we can we can tell what they're used for. They're transport, getting around, and also defense because that thing is kind of deadly. Yes. Hmm. And then who do we have next? The Rancor. Mm, such a sweetie. Is Moochie Jabba's Rancor from Return of the Jedi? Eh, eh. <laughs> is still out on that. If so, it's a bit of a retcon, but it is kind of a fun idea to connect things. The argument that Moochie is not that Rancor is because there is a named Rancor in the Aftermath novels. And this is the one that Luke kills. And its name is Patisa. And since it's been over 20 years, I suppose that could definitely be a different beastie. So Moochie could be the first one. 
and then Jabba falls on harder times because of the Empire, and Moochie dies, maybe, which is very sad. I'm sorry, Yeah, that Daniel. would be sad. Like, the idea that yeah. it's not him means that Moochie has to, like, die. Mm-hmm. Of, yep. I mean, hopefully not like Padme of sadness, but... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Moochie's just at a farm. <laughs> yes. Mucci yes, they sent him to a farm up the Dune Sea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And who is that? Who is that going to pick up Mucci? That is, of course, Bib Fortuna, the servant of Jabba the Hutt. Now, depending on what you want to call like quote unquote earliest at this point in time, uh, depends on when Bib officially makes his first appearance. Um, originally, quote like originally, originally that was Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. as Jabba's right hand, but then of course. He, I believe he and Jabba were both inserted into A New Hope in the special editions, and they both make an appearance in The Phantom Menace. And if you want to find out what happens to this white male Twi'lek, uh, check out the end of Mandalorian season two as we head into the Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> yes. He's also really nice to Mochi in this episode, which makes me think again that Batisa and Mochi are different. Rancors. possibly yeah. also it just tells me that like Jabba really wants this rancor and uh he better deliver mm-hmm. that's also true oh man well we also get the tactical droid these battle droids were uh, capable of processing massive amounts of data and they're continuously learning and adapting strategies so this model is the st series uh, it's seen throughout the clone wars and a couple times in rebels mm-hmm. and that later episode. oh yes uh <laughs> Later, the L1 series can be seen in both Rogue One and Solo uh, being utilized by the Empire against the Rebels and Insurgents. Mm-hmm. Guys, just listen to the strategist and things will work out. <laughs> you would think so. <laughs> Duh. Okay, next we have Corellia. This is Han Solo's home planet. It makes its bad badge to be here. Corellia is a major shipbuilding planet responsible for manufacturing such Star Wars classics as the Millennium Falcon and the Ghost, my favorite. The Detroit of the Galaxy made its live action (laughs) debut in the movie Solo. Very, very true. Oh, so we also have the police droid. Various models of police droids have appeared throughout the Clone Wars, and they're specially programmed to allow them to harm sentient beings. Mm. So, fun. Love that. They missed some of the uh, iRobot code, huh? They really did. Well, they were specifically programmed to avoid it. All right. I just got to say it. Every time I see Weekway, I will never not say it. Give me Hondo, people. We are primed to bring Hondo into the Bad Batch. We know he's out there. He's out crying there. out loud. Mm-hmm. I will always lament not seeing it. So the, uh, the two aliens that are kind of heckling Omega during her training at the beginning of Decommissioned are a Weekway and an authorian mm-hmm. and of course hondo is a weak way yes and again give me some freaking hondo <laughs> give it to us <laughs> i love hondo oh he needs to show who doesn't love hondo i mean there are people but they're wrong sick people <laughs> they're wrong yo star wars memes on twitter on uh instagram i know you guys are hondo stands oh, yeah. i'm here with you we love hondo all right, so next we have the Martez sisters. Rafa and Trace are two sisters from Coruscant whose parents tragically died in an accident while the Jedi were chasing after Zero the Hutt during his prison escape in season one of the Clone Wars. 
They resented the Jedi for not doing more to save their parents and eventually met former Padawan Ahsoka Tano. After a thrilling adventure involving Kessel and illegal spice, they parted with Ahsoka as friends, mostly. <laughs> allies. Yes, allies. All right, now the one that uh, is still a little maybe <laughs> up in the air, we don't know. So we have R7A7, obviously the Martez sisters call their droid R7. Now, Wikipedia is very, very good about getting like character appearances up to date very quickly after new episodes. And this one, as of this recording, it's still not actually there. So <laughs> R7A7 was an astromech that belonged to Ahsoka Tano throughout the Clone Wars. He was one of the droids that went down with the tribunal in the series finale of Clone Wars during Order 66, sacrificed himself to help Ahsoka and Rex escape. Mm -hmm. It was uh, possibly yeah. one of the more sentimental moments of the entire thing. Everything's fine. <laughs> yes. But after the crash, Rex and Ahsoka do salvage what they can of him and load him into their Y-Wing as they escape. Mm -hmm. So even though Wikipedia doesn't have this guy listed as that particular R7A7, they do call him R7, and I feel like they would not do that without it being significant. I agree. And the colors are also the same. Yeah, so the colors are the same. it's got to be. Yeah, they exactly. got him from meeting up with Rex and Ahsoka. Yeah. Would be my guess. All right, so next we have our predictions and questions for the next episode. Give us what we want, y'all. <laughs> Give it to us now. <laughs> like, who Tell do we want? You Rex, what do we want him want. now? Please, yes. He might know how to access those pesky control chips. Where is Tech on that, by the way? Like, did he forget? Well, he's kind of been busy, like they need him. I mean, they're, they're busy, but he said this was the most important thing that they were doing. Doesn't Echo have, like, background processing power he can focus on this? Like, seriously? Yeah, they should be focusing <laughs> on this a lot harder. I also want to see what Crosshair is up to, y'all. So mm -hmm. give us Rex uh. or Bail Organa. Like, if it's our giant sexy tree of an Alderanian, <laughs> I will also accept that. Yeah, that would be a good one. Uh, I think uh, Tech just needs to set up a Salesforce task and uh, get himself, you know, just... I know, right? So any of you guys I who are not in the saying, IT world, you won't know what that means, but fuck it. Oh man. I keep saying this like every week. I'm like, okay, I feel like something big's happening. I feel like something big's about to happen next week. I mean, come on, they're setting it all up for us. Mm -hmm. We've got the Camino tease, like, so we know stuff's boiling over there. We know Phoenix got this whole shady thing going on with her employer. Yep. Uh crosshair is still in play. The Martez are helping out with something possibly bigger. Like, what's mm -hmm. going on? Mm -hmm. It's got to come to a head soon. Like, I feel like I'm going crazy within the next episode or two. And I, I think you're probably right on with that. I mean, two episodes from now, we will officially be at the quote-unquote mid-season finale. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we, I feel like we're building towards that. I'm pretty sure it has to be Rex on the other end of that line. Like... I'm, I do think it's him. It make it does yeah. not make sense for Ahsoka to be involved at this point. She's still very much in hiding. And when they say our employer is trying to fight the Empire, it's like, okay, so someone has to be involved in that. It would make more sense for it to be Rex. Um, yeah. Although, since I'm pretty sure we're all pretty sure that it's Rex, I am going to say I think it's Bail Organa. Any chance to get Jimmy Smith involved? That would be so cool if they yeah, got him to be back for the voice. And the Martezes are from Coruscant, so they could contact him there. They could, mm -hmm. absolutely. And I just need Wrecker's headaches to start to resolve themselves mm -hmm. in the next episode or two. Like, 
it's been teased, it's been building. Now he's at a point where it's actually interfering with missions. Like we need to directly address this. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's gonna quote unquote break bad. I just think he's gonna be kind of incapacitated like a bad seizure type deal or something that will make him more of a liability to the team. And we will be very sad about this and yes. we will cry mm -hmm. over it. Don't get yes, me wrong, <laughs> but they will save him, damn it. Yes, if they don't save him, I am coming for so many people's heads. <laughs> so that's it for the Bad Batch today. Please follow us wherever you get your podcasts and leave us those five-star reviews. Check out our website at bohemiangeekstudies.com where you can catch all of our episodes. Enjoy my book corner where I'm reviewing Star Wars literature and contact us through email and social media. And as always, keep telling other nerdy knights to join us. That really does help. You can also head to ForgottenEntertainment.com to check out all of the offerings from the Forgotten Entertainment family, including yet another Star Wars podcast, where we are rewatching the films in the Star Wars canon. So until next time, everyone, comms, thankfully we have them now, and energy bows up and keep <laughs> those episodes streaming.